ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, do I have something special for you today? We got Rhett Waddell, prior uh, military and and has worked for NASA, with NASA and all these different things, coming at you with some with some ideas of what it is to transition from the military world into the corporate security world. I'm super excited to have him here. And uh, he's looking good, too, man. I got this. What is it? Is it like a pled red thing? What do you, what do you, what do you call that, red? You know, it's planned. What uh, I'm, I'm here for you guys, Carlos. Welcome uh, into my home, into my ear, uh, oh. into my family. Man, this guy is awesome. You, you don't know. You don't know, Rhett. Thanks, thanks for uh, taking the time to come and hang with me, man, and and uh, and share share some of your knowledge with those folks transitioning from the military, law enforcement, emergency services, and the federal jobs into the corporate security world. I think uh, the folks are going to get a lot from you, my friend. How's your day going? That's uh, perfect. Uh, just after lunch, so I'll try not to take that afternoon nap. I'll try to keep you awake, man. It's uh, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. I'm yeah, I get bored, boring sometimes. There you go. So, hey, man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to waste time because we're going to cover a lot of a lot of good stuff, and I know uh, you and I could probably go on forever and ever and ever on this. So, uh, do everybody a, a big favor, man. Kind of introduce yourself a little bit, and uh, there you go. It's all yours. Awesome. So, Rhett Waddell, uh, military, of course. I'm U.S. Army military police man and officer. Those of you guys that are in the service, I, I, I salute you every day you for go. landing on the line. Um, relationships, uh, married. Uh, 40 years I've been with my wife, wow. Katrina. We'll celebrating our 40th anniversary coming up soon. Uh, three daughters, two grandkids. So, those of you that are looking to transition... You know, you got to got to check yourself, right? What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for you? Are you trying to climb that mountain? Have you climbed that mountain and you're trying to transition? Right. I think we're going to talk about all of that stuff today. I think so, man. And man, I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about this. So one of the big things that we talked about, Rhett, which which I thought it was interesting right away, is that, um, you know, I, I did a little bit of time in, in law enforcement and in the military, everything is very structured. Everything has an exact policy. Everything is an exact procedure. Every mission has an exact goal, a, a timeline and all that stuff until kind of things go awry a little bit. But for the most part, you know exactly what you're going to do. When are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? And I think I think the corporate world is a little bit different. I don't think it's like that, man. What do you what do you what do you think? Well, that's that's a really great question. So it's no secret the people you're talking to have a relationship with you, right? I've had a relationship getting out of the military into that perfect job. Everybody thinks they've got that sweet spot all lined up until they don't, (laughs) right? Right, right, right. So, so the great thing about going from a, a military environment, or we talk about military, law enforcement, emergency management, those federal suite, those federal guys, you are riding a contract of some kind, right? You don't have to worry about where your next paycheck's right. coming from. First right. and the 15th, bang, it's there. It's different in that corporate environment, right? You're, uh, you're, you're putting yourself out there. So I think the structure of a guaranteed sweet job is different in a corporate environment. There's a, there's a lot of risk that you're taking. You're really putting yourself out there. And right. I commend you guys for doing that. So the first thing that I would tell you is the conversation that I'm having with Carlos is a conversation that you should probably have. Write those goals down, your five-year goals, your 10-year goals. You know, right. do you have kids in high school or college or, you know, how can you take a risk? Are you single? If so, you know, you're, you're, we've all slept in a car. 
somewhere down the road, right? Yeah, you know the interesting thing too, man. That that I, as you were saying, I was thinking about the skating factor. There, you know, there's a lot of times. Uh, there's a couple old timers when I was a cop, man. That they would just skate through their past. You know, last couple of years, they're like, you want to know something? I don't want to get involved. I'm just gonna clock in, clock out, go home. I'm not sure you you're able to do that. In the corporate world, because you're restarting your life again, right? You did there 25 years. Now you're like beginning again. Uh, you know, we used to call those guys road warriors, retired on active duty, right? <laughs> yeah. They were retired. They were still getting the check. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but they were somewhat. Uh, they had that again, that comfortability. And uh, and I've you know I've gone out there a couple of times on my own, transitioning into a place where you think it's all lined up, and then. You know, the great thing about a military a military career is the worst you have to do is like three years. In three years, right. they're going to move you. You're going to get moved. Your boss is going to move. You're, you're going to get transferred. You know, you're going to be uh, on a short-term contract. You're going on injured reserve, the IR. You know, we're going to have a lot of military sports metaphors in this conversation. I was going to say, that, about what are we talking about, baseball here? Or? Well, you know, that sweet UCF. Uh, you Go know, Knights. Go Knights. And, uh, and I'm the Army, so we're the Golden Knights or the Black Knights. So. That's right. We're buddies. That's right. We're we buddies. Are. That's right. But, uh, you know, another thing, too, that, um, as you were saying, that kind of hit me is that um, – it is. It is. It is a new beginning. So if you're going to be getting into the corporate security world, you're going to have to remember that. So you're a top dog, you know, where you came from 20, 25 years, 30 years of whatever it is that you were doing. And now you're restarting again. So what do you think about you just did the, the humbleness of that? Right. Did you did you have to go through that kind of that soul search and reset? Yeah. You know, that's a that's a great point. So in, in the military, I was an enlisted guy for uh, nine years plus. I went to officer's candidate school, you know, Fort Benning, the Benning school for boys, as they used to call it, uh, you know, and that's rough. And you always think it's the roughest it's ever going to get. When are you going to peak? Right. Where's your sweet spot? So getting out of the military and into a corporate job, uh, the first thing I tell these guys that are transitioning is do your homework, do your due diligence, uh, figure out what the company you're going into does. Do you want to, do you want to own that brand for the rest of your life? Right. Uh, you know, you don't want to be that guy that jumps from this job to that job to the next job. You, you, you kind of want to be in there where you can get yours as yeah. they like yep. to say these days. Right. I'm not a big end zone dance kind of guy. The guys <laughs> that do it on, you know, it's, it's, it's a Monday. The guys that do the end zone dance, they're showmen, you know, they're, they're showboating. You know, Big John and some of the other guys that we both know, they would not look positively on that. So write your list out. Write that list of things that you do really well today that you want to take into your next career. Some people need a, a restart or a reboot or a right. control-alt-delete. Yep. Um, I was on a Zoom call, as we are now, with uh, over, the, over the holidays with different family members. And I think I've got it all under control until my granddaughter goes up and she pushes the button and says, Papa, this is how you do it. So have those people have those people that you can have trust and confidence in that can look you in the eye and say, hey, brother, this is how you do it. Right. And be a be a listener. Uh, how advanced is she, by the way? Isn't she like two? And she, she's, I mean, she's, she's eight she's, going on. 
18 going on 38. Oh God, she knows more about tech than you. That's pretty, see, that's she pretty humbling. That's, that's, that's humbling. And that's, that's one of those things that I, I, you know, usually tell folks when you kind of get into that corporate world, there's a good chance you're going to sit at a table, like on your first, you know, couple of months and stuff, you're going to sit on a table with folks that there's a good chance they know so much more about corporate security itself than you probably will know, even if you're leading them. I mean, you have to be humble. You have to be vulnerable. You have to give yourself back uh, to, to the company and to your team, right? You know, it's, it's, it's a funny thing that you mentioned it that way because we're all used to being the decision makers, right? right? We're, we're, the, we're the point guys, right? pointing end of the spear, right? Military police corps, assist, protect, defend, of the troops, for the troops, all those relationships that you've built. I would hope that at this point in your career, you're reflecting on those key leaders that can give you sound advice. Um, those people that you're sitting around that table with, do you have to be the guy that carries it into the end zone right. or can you be a supporting player for a while? Can you be humble enough? I consider myself a servant leader. Right. Um, it's something that I just feel is inside me. You know, it's uh, the, the most the humorous things that I remember from my military career are everybody that's in charge at work is taking that garbage can out to the to the curb on Tuesday, right? Right. So check your stars, check your clusters, check whatever you have at the door when you're going through this transition process. Get on those platforms, right? Military connections, Facebook friends, um, you know, the LinkedIn team members that you have. And, uh, and, and I've had a conversation with a couple of buddies uh, recently where, you know, they'd like to make a career tra transition but they've burned a few bridges along the way. Oh. So what I would tell you is even though you think you're going to make a graceful exit, yep. uh, my wife and daughters tell me every day, everything Fred Astaire did, Ginger <laughs> Rogers did backwards in high heels and in a dress. So, you know, think about stuff like that when you're making the move. That, that is, that's amazing. Um, first of all, your wife is incredible. And, uh, and I, I and your daughters too, by the way. But that that is that is pretty funny, actually. But it puts you right back in in the place, you know. And that is that is kind of like the rules, the rules of the game when you kind of go into the corporate world, and you have to understand those rules because the rules are different. The rules are not the same when you're in the military than when you are in the corporate world. And I think if you could just get into it, and with the just being humble, if you could just start being humble. Everything else, I think, falls in place. I don't know. I'm with you. I've talked to a lot of people. Um, you, most of us, you're right. You and I are married. Yep. Most of us think we've got our game down. But in reality, your target audience, whoever that audience is, they can smell fear. They oh. can smell humility. They see if you are in it for the team's benefit. Right. Or if you're, if you're that guy, you know. Well, we've all just watched, you know, watch football, right? TB12. Everybody knows Tom Brady. Not my guy. I'm a 49er. Was he, uh, was he 14? 14 out of Tampa uh, now, man. Whatever he is now. <laughs> I would tell you, be genuine. Yeah. Go into yeah. your next career being a genuine person, right? Restart. This might be a great time for you to restart and reinvent yourself. Um, so when you're doing that, it is it, it, it 
in the military, right? Squad leader, platoon leader, company commander, battalion, brigade, seat, you know, general officer. You think you have to have the solution all the time. Right. And what I've learned since I've been out of the military, and I didn't even do the do the math, but it's been a it's been a minute. Um, it's okay to ask a question, right? It's okay. Right. On a baseball team or a volleyball team, you don't have to spike it, right? right. Maybe you're the guy that digs it. Maybe you're the guy that's going to set it most of the time. And maybe you are the powerhouse guy that's going to drive it home, but be humble enough not to have to have the last word. Even when you think the last word that you think, you know, is going to close the deal or close the project. Yeah. Be one of those guys that looks to set your team up for success. Don't be spotlight ranger is what we used to call some of those guys. Spotlight ranger. I like that. Is it is that the same as the the know-it-all guy? You know it is, right? Man, those are tough to work with, man. And you, and you can't bring that. You can't bring that attitude to the corporate world because what you're gonna find, you're gonna find something that I that I had to learn the the you know the the, the very long and rough way. You know, when I started this, I had absolutely no clue about access control systems, and it took me going to go sit at a sock, which I hated. By the way, I, if if you're thinking about transferring to the corporate security world, be careful. If you're going to get a sock job, you're you're usually inside of an enclosed area. If you've never done a talk in the military, if you've done a talk in the military, you may know, but you're literally surrounded by a, a walls and you can't see the outside world. And you're in there for eight to twelve hours. If you're not used to that, uh, just think about it. But it took me uh, working the sock to understand how to connect doors, what those meant, what the different accesses meant, how it worked. You know, and and I, I had to be humble because I thought I knew what it was because I badged through a door every single day. But it wasn't. So there was a lot to learn even for me. And, I, you know, and I've been doing this for 20 something years. So there are some things that you are going to have to learn. But exactly what Rhett said, you have to be humble. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to say, hey, I don't know that. It's totally OK. Was there Rhett? Was there like something like that when you started that you can think of when you started your career that you said, oh, man, I don't have a clue about that. But you're in charge of it, right? So, you know, fake it until you make it <laughs> or, um, you know, all those other phrases that are out there. But what I would tell you is if you're going to be an, an individual contributor, right, you're going to be in a job that re requires you to work structurally and not be a member of a team. Some people really thrive in that environment. Right. I am the kind of person that I need to feed off the energy of the team, right? So build your team. Don't be afraid to be the, the, you know, the multiplier. Don't be afraid to be that, that pocket tool that can do a lot of things. Um, as I was getting ready to go on with you today, I was trying to think of some of the things that from my past that, that I still resonate with today. And uh, my grandfather used to give me some good advice. He said, it doesn't necessarily matter the job you're doing, as long as the job you're doing, the people that you're doing it with matter to you. And I've never been more impressed right. out of the military than the people that I'm currently working with. Oh. I'm, I'm working with a, a great team, a great group of guys and, and, and ladies. And, uh, and it doesn't matter who has that great idea before they, you know, you in the tech world, right? Before you hit send, check yourself because <laughs> once you hit send, you can't get that thing back. So as you're transitioning and you're trying to find that job that's right for you, 
Uh, talk to some people that are doing it now. A lot of folks are really willing to share. It's not about, you know, it, it, I've got to have all these things that I do really well, because what you'll find more often than not is the team that you're going to be working with are going to be younger than you. Right. They're going to be highly educated or highly skilled technically. They're going to have made it yeah. in their community, right? Or they wouldn't be there. Right. So as we, uh, as we talk about how to get that perfect job, we've talked about networking. We've talked about humility. What I would tell you is find someone that's doing something that you think you want to do and pick their brain. Say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to open myself up. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to say, hey, Carlos, man, you're in this uh, sweet career now. You're top of the game. Would you spend whatever amount of time you would be willing to give talking to me about a, a move I'm getting ready to make. That's right. And I think you would find that 95% of the time, those people would love to listen to you and to give you some advice. Absolutely. I'll tell you something. Anybody, anybody that's listening to this podcast today, if you uh, offer Carlos a beer, you say, hey, Carlos, can I buy you a beer to pick your brain? Uh, there's a very good chance. And we got to work through the COVID-19 stuff, but there's a very good chance that Carlos is taking that free beer and I like to talk. So I would give you as much info as your brain could possibly take. Um, but that's a good point. Uh, Network and reaching out to folks. Don't be afraid to do that. It's uh, no venture ass, no venture. Nothing game. ventured, nothing gained. Something right? like that. There you go. See, that's why. That's why I love you, Rat. Look at you, man. Helping me. Because I listen to my wife and she, uh, she's she got the right answer damn near every time. Darn near every time. Gee, my, my wife, too. She's, uh, she's never wrong. It's incredible how amazing she is. Love you. Love you, by the way. Uh, so, but listen, there was a so there was a couple of other things too that that we talked about that I thought um, that we should bring up. You you kind of mentioned a little bit of the relationship, and there are good relationships and, and bad relationships uh, that you should think about. You know, when you're coming into the corporate world, man. Can you talk a little bit about that and and what you what you meant by it? So sure. Let's say you know you want to be a a security manager, right? Everybody's out there on those different platforms and you know the grass is always greener right yeah. until you get into that grass and you find out that uh, that now you're the guy that has to do the weeding the fertilizing yeah. you're out there with your golf shoes aerating there's a lot of work that goes into those jobs that seem to be pretty fun and pretty flawlessly enjoyable so as you're making your transition and you're get, getting ready to do a, a specific job Prepare yourself, yeah. right? Prepare yourself for some long days. Yeah. Prepare yourself to be put on the spot. Um, a lot of the companies, uh, let's talk about the, you know, the, the technical industry, right? Those security manager jobs in the big five or the big 10 or wherever you think they are. Right. I don't necessarily know what the rules are, so I don't want to call it a particular brand. But what I would tell you is each one of those people that are doing that job have failed. Right. Right. How many times did the home run leader strike out or ground out before he hit a home run? Yeah. So you've got to put yourself out there to fail. And if you're working in an organization, as you're going through the interview loop, as you're going through the recruiting process, those people that are seeking you out want you to succeed. So ask them a couple of hard questions uh, about culture, yeah. about yeah. what it's really like in the job that you think you're applying for. And if they're looking for you for a security manager job, 
they've probably got 40 other jobs that you might be a perfect fit for. Right. So, so be humble enough to, to, when you finally get that call to say, Hey, Marie, thank you for the call. Um, I think this is a perfect job for me, but shoot, you see a lot of these things. Uh, I wonder, what are some of the things that you're having a hard time filling? Maybe yeah. I can, maybe I can fit that role. Absolutely, man. And, and you, man, you said something that really, uh, talking about being able to work hard and long hours. Um, what I realized too, is that if you start, if you start a new company and a new program or anything that's new, that's being built, uh, get ready to once again, put in those long hours. So what happens as you know, you get 20, 25 years into the military and we kind of brushed up on it. You kind of get relaxed a little bit and you can kind of work on your own hours and do kind of like what you want to do. Uh, and then all of a sudden you come into a new company. And they're trying to build their program and, you know, they need things to be done within a week and very fast and yesterday kind of timeline. Um, so you're going to have to put in 12, 14 hours. If you have a construction site, I think it's the same way, isn't it? Right. So it, it, it's interesting as, as you're talking, I'm, I'm listening to you with intent, but I'm also having little synapses pop. <laughs> nice. and, and every really successful company today, I don't care whether it's, Tesla, Alphabet, Facebook, they all began as a startup right. somewhere in time. And those people that were that were breaking new ground, the innovators, the risk takers, um, you know, I'm going to transition for a minute. I'm going to say the things that made you successful, whoever you are in whatever field you're currently in, keep a journal, right? Yeah. Diary, journal, daily or weekly, write things down to yourself and go back and look at them. But the attributes that most transitioning military or law enforcement people have, those attributes are great attributes, but they may not line up exactly the same in the job you're in right. as in the job you're seeking. Oh. So when you write down those attributes, you know, let's let's list the top five, right? Whether it's responsibility or leadership or time management or mentorship or you know, technically uh, expert at, at a certain field, do a little bit of research into the job that you're seeking. And most, most companies use a scanner that, that do a kind of a word for word comparison. If they have five things that you must be able to accomplish to get into this job, right. then on those five things that you, that you think I can do that, tailor your past experiences to meet those objectives. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I heard when I was transitioning were that military leaders are too gruff. We, we, you know, when you go into that interview and you're used to commanding, uh -huh. going to that interview with confidence, but somewhat, I don't want to say meekness, but humbleness, right? Right. So when you have a question, ask, pause, call, think about that question, think about your experiences and then try to answer for that company how you can fit their model. Don't try and reinvent what they think is successful. Yeah. But you yeah. can say things like, well, you know, in the, in the time that I spent in the military the past 22 years, one of the things that made me a better person was working with a team, um, kind of seeing what the problem or the issue is, right. uh, thinking about a possible solution, but listening to the other people around the table and what they're thinking and how can I contribute to what they're saying instead of, oh, yeah, I can go in there right away, 
man, if you've got a problem in a week, I can turn that place around. And, and that may sound very authoritative to you, but what it sounds like to the other guy is, I don't know if he's going to be a good fit for our team. Wow. How do I come, man, I'm going to have to, anybody that's listening to this right now, exactly what he just said. If you don't find a way to input that into your interview, what Rhett just said, you're gonna you're gonna be missing out on a great opportunity to really uh, get the the interviewer excited about you because what you said connects right with what's going on in the corporate world today. Everybody everybody's is they're living that they're living that man, and that is key. Why why do you say that? Do you feel it when you go in, or is it just something? Well, that- I, I think I think it's trial and error, right? We've all thought that we had the right solution. Until, you know, you're, you're done rebuilding your engine and you got five pieces left that are probably important, right? So we've been in enough interviews where we've either gotten constructive feedback or a peer has said something or you just haven't, you know, you haven't received anything. So you, you're assuming that the way you approached it didn't meet their objective. So we're used to putting things into a me scenario. Right. Try and think about a they scenario. When you're, when you're answering the question – when you're going into the into the interview, put yourself into the role of the interviewer, right? Do a little research, right. figure out the questions that they are most likely to ask. Ask up here, man, Carlos, I know you've been in a couple of leadership positions. Go to your LinkedIn and see who your friends are. And if they've got a title that matches up with something that you think you want to do, reach out to that person. Yeah, you're going to have to pay premium, right? So you can start pinging people. But 59 bucks today is worth a substantial amount down the road. Yeah. So as you're answering those questions for um, you mentioned in your in your intro of me that I worked with NASA. And when I got out of the military, I was fortunate enough, based on a couple of past relationships, to get into a company that had an existing contract with the federal government. And those people who are supplying goods and services, yeah. protective services, armed or unarmed security, whatever your whatever your bag is, right? Find out how they got to that point and people that are successful love to talk about, you know, how they got there. Right. So ask that team as you're, uh, as you're applying, what was it that really turned the corner for you? How did you go from an applicant to an interviewee to a, you know, final, you know, made it into the top three to hopefully getting that job. Right. And uh, it's not the same for everybody, but really put yourself out there and, and ask, Ask to be taught. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard to do for people that think they've already made it. Man, I, I got to tell you, so something just popped up real quick. If you're going to interview for any corporation, learn the STAR method, S-A-S-T-A-R method. Google that up. Trust me, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you with every single answer that you have. Second thing I just realized too, Rhett, I mean, your background is such that you've been on both sides of the house where you worked for a corporation, but you also worked for that contract guard force company too. And I right. can just imagine, you know, we could probably get on another 30 minutes and just break down those differences and what what is one with the other because some people may be a great fit for the corporate world but but some people that are transitioning they may be a great fit for a contract guard force world i think there's a there's a difference there what real quick though because we're almost running out of time but if you can do you do anything pops to mind or maybe a little bit of the differences so um great question carlos and what i would tell you in a minute uh you know, and reach out to me, Rhett Waddell. I'm on LinkedIn or yep. Facebook yep. or whatever else. But 
the the easy answer is when I made the decision to transition from an enlisted leader to a commissioned officer in the military, um, I was giving up the ability to do what I love every day, which is get your hands in the in the dirt and really do the job as opposed to forecast the job or oversee the job or manage the job. So figure out which one gives you joy. And if you're going to invest another 10 or 20 years in a career, make damn sure that it's something that you're going to enjoy. Right. 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 So from a contract guard force perspective, that's a company that's saying, Hey, Carlos, Carlos and associates, I want you to recruit, train, hire, equip, uniform, and oversee this task for my company for the next X amount of time. Right. And there's an awful lot that goes into that. Right. Right. Um, as opposed to going into a company like, I don't know, pick one of the big ones, uh, you know, Microsoft or, sure. or, or Google, and you're going to go in there as a security manager and you're going to oversee their program. I, I, man, I'm telling you, you're awesome. You're awesome. And I'm going to have to, we're going to figure out another 30 minutes just to kind of break those two down and, uh, and really talk about that deeply. I want to leave, I want to leave the folks with one thought then one thought, Rhett, that you can think about from the bottom of your heart, man, something that you want to leave the folks with before we shut things down for today. How much time do I have, Carlos? A minute? Ah, you got a good minute. Go ahead. For okay. you, for you, I'll give you a couple extra seconds. What I would what I would say from the bottom of my heart is as as much as I like to think that job accomplishment matters, people matter more. Yeah. If you can convince the hiring team or your peers that you're as invested in their success as you are in your own, your own success will follow. Yeah. Uh, find a way to figure out what makes your team tick or your your peers tick or your managers. Hell, every manager wants to be taken care of, right? They don't want to be the one pulling information. They want it delivered. Right. So when I say people matter, uh, first and foremost, you know, do your do your big three. Yeah, your family, your religion, your your community, and your job, right? All of all four of those matter. And figure out uh you know, Google the, the the rocks and sand in a jar. If you haven't listened to that podcast or seen that video, it's if you fill up your jar with the big rocks, you're never going to get everything else in there. So fill your life up with things that matter to you, to your family, take care of people, and your individual success will follow. Um, every one of the last four jobs that I've been involved with have come from a friend or a a very close mentor that have referred me. And I would say those people are going to be your success story. That's it. That's it, folks. Rhett, thank you very much. We're going to have to do this again. I'm sure there's a lot more information we can pick out of your brain, my friend. But I just want to thank you once again for taking the time and and coming out here with us, man. Well, I appreciate you thinking about me, Carlos. Um, I hope you guys are doing well out there. Um, COVID has changed the complexity and the landscape. So check in on a friend that you haven't heard from. Uh, Make sure they're doing okay. That's right, man, and stay positive. So everybody out there in podcast land, once again, that was Rhett Waddell with us. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast, the Corporate Security Translator Podcast. And don't forget, the book's coming out very soon, so you want to get into corporate security. Check it out when it comes out. It'll break down everything and anything you want to know about transitioning from military, law enforcement, emergency services, or the federal jobs. So thank you once again for listening to us. Take care and have a good day. 
Bye.